0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Film As We Know It podcast, the show that's run by and for cinema fans. I'm your host, Zach Hamilton, and with me, as always, is Tim Callahan. Tim, how are you doing, man? Doing all right. I can't complain. Doing all right. Can't complain. Uh, so we are recording after Halloween now. Would it be safe to say that the decorations are officially down, or are you still in the midst of it? Uh,
1: it was a whole weekend process, man. It uh Took them all down one day. I had them like drying off because they were got a little wet, and mm. uh, then basically all day today I packed them all away
0: and then started putting up all the Thanksgiving stuff. Oh, so you do that Thanksgiving stuff, not just straight to Christmas?
1: Yeah, I no, totally. I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is actually arguably might maybe my favorite holiday. Just oh, the food, really? the
0: football, like I'm all in to Thanksgiving, man. Football, I can agree with. Lions won, by the way, just putting that out there. Well, actually, I thought you were going to rub it in. Your your Red Wings beat my Rangers tonight, too. In well, overtime. yeah, but the yeah. Red Wings have been killing it. I'm not concerned about the Red Wings. I'm more concerned about the Lions, which I thought I'd never I say. I don't know it. why. You, I mean, the Lions, it's is just, it, you're done. You're cooked.
1: That, hey, that's it. We beat the Packers, dude. That's not saying a whole lot. I the know. Packers are having a pretty bad year. All right, all right,
0: all right. Easy, easy.
1: But the, your your Red Wings and the Rangers are tied, fourteen points a, a piece. So it was a pretty big game going in. Uh pretty hard fought game. It was t- basically tied the entire game. It was one one, then two two, and then overtime. And and you guys got the game winning goal in
0: overtime. And I was sad. Telling you, Tim, you need to do a sports podcast, buddy. Just saying, <sighs> miss opportunities. <laughs> um well that's awesome man yeah i as far as decorations go we don't have thanksgiving decorations we just have miscellaneous random christmas decorations from our mutual mother-in-law uh Uh, so i'm not sure when i'm going to be putting those up i'm probably still going to put them up around christmas or thanksgiving chats all about it and it's really kind of a shared holiday i know it really isn't but it's we're going from fall into winter i guess it's not like I put up Christmas decorations like the day after Halloween. So,
1: yeah, no, I it will be in like a week or so. My wife's going to force me to put the Christmas tree up. Yeah. Um, I always begrudgingly do it. But I mean, I got a little inflatable turkey
0: in front of my house. There you go. Oh, I remember the turkey. Nice.
1: Yeah. I got all this like harvest kind of themed decorations around the house, stuff like that, too. So, um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Nice. I'll see if I can source a photo of your turkey. I think I've seen it before. We'll see see how my internet sleuthing is, if I'm able (laughs) to find it. But uh, yeah, man, I love it. I love it. And I love Christmas in general. Um, You know, Obviously, my mother-in-law's already got all the Christmas decorations up. It's funny because my mom was in town visiting Mm -hmm. and uh, I warned her. I'm like, dude, these decorations are going to put anything you ever thought you could do in the future and what you have done to shame. 100 percent. There's just no competing.
1: Well, she was already crushed when she saw the Halloween decorations, your mother.
0: So, oh yeah, she saw the Halloween stuff, but then the best part was we went, or it was our, it was our last night here. And, uh, you know, she, or Janet did our, um, you know, like our last dinner kind of thing, you know, with the family. Yeah. And, uh, my mom, I think had been sitting at the table already, like about to eat. And then she realized, oh, surrounded by Christmas stuff. Now, like it's all Christmas already. It's like, yeah, Janet will literally take one wall down, put all the Christmas stuff back up on that wall, and then move on. It's like literally just like this slow moving, like everything's going away yeah. and everything's coming in at the same time. Like
1: it's nothing too. It'll it'll go even more extreme as as the month goes, and she's doing outside, this on a yeah. severe. or oh, even this side, she's not done on sure, 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 yet. Sure. Yeah, she's doing this with a severely sprained ankle too. As she's putting up all these, the woman's
0: determined, determined, <laughs> determined uh yeah let us know how determined you are would you be doing the same i don't think i would be personally i'd be milking no, it more or less but uh yeah i still have to take my halloween decorations off so if that's any inclination as to how mm-hmm. determined i am the fact that there's halloween decorations up in the first place i think was already a lot for me um well in keeping with halloween and holidays let's talk marvel movie <laughs> great segue. shifting gears new month. shifting gears Um, yeah, so let's real quick before we jump into what we're going to do today, uh, I wanted to kind of just touch base on kind of some of the stuff that's coming up. There's some other stuff that we can tease later, um, perhaps in our next episode, but uh, we are shifting to two episodes a month. We kind of teased that earlier. Now, these are going to be two guaranteed video episodes. Um, The Mm -hmm. first episode of the month will be a discussion Uh, more or less like our top list, you know, we'll do kind of a little bit of a draft, talk about it, give our top whatever it is. And we'll try to give heads up on this. So if you guys want to get involved, leave a voicemail on the link that's in every episode description, you can do so. Um, Ideally, moving forward, not today, but moving forward, we will have guests on the show periodically to kind of fill in the panel, give a little bit more different angle, uh, different points of view for this particular discussion episode. Um, And then we are still doing Tales from the Set because I love that. It's one of my favorite segments. Tim does an amazing job researching and filling us all in on the hot goss and as well as just some of the crazy stuff that happens on set. I mean, I learned something new and I watch all the behind the scenes. And for most of the movies that we've done and I still have learned many things. So, (laughs) um, definitely not getting rid of that. So those are going to be your two guaranteed video episodes. Uh, from time to time, we will likely still do some movie reviews. They're going to be shorter in content and those will be audio only episodes. Uh, again, still, you know, listen to the show, wherever you're listening to it or watch it on YouTube, you'll still have all that available to you. They'll just be audio only. Um, and yeah, and then there's just a lot of other content that's going to be coming your way uh, for Throw the Knife Productions or just general podcasts that are kind of in the same lane. So you'll have a lot of different uh, material to get through your week and your month uh, with myself and Tim, as well as some new faces or new voices because they're audio only. Um, but again, we've teased Tupperware Party Massacre, which is an American Horror Story podcast I'm doing with my fiance Jacqueline. That airs Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then there's also Vaguely Cultured, which is her podcast. So she's launching with our friend Emily, where they learn the millennial way and watch documentaries and try to fill in the listeners and talk about what they learned. Uh, So that's a fun one. Very entertaining. There's also House of a Thousand Stories, which is yet to uh, fully launch only in uh, trailer status. But that'll be a ghost and or paranormal encounter show. Uh, hosted by me and then Tim's got something in the works uh which I will tease now but we will wait till we have that a little bit more solidified I don't want to rush him with his plans but Tim will also have some fun stuff for you guys outside of film as we know it as well so you guys yeah. are getting a lot of content it's very exciting stuff um you know so as much as we are paring down a little bit on film as we know it we're also branching off and bringing a lot of different content with You know, a little bit of different stuff instead of just films. So I think it'll be a lot of fun, a lot to talk about in the coming weeks for sure. So with that said, our discussion and or our topic and or top even shorter than topic is going to be Marvel movies. Our top 10. We're going to go 10. Yeah. I'm getting a little crazy with this one. Top 10 Marvel movies. Now we, I think, can go back and forth unless you want to Rochambeau over our video call Ah. uh, to see who goes first. I don't mind, Tim. I'm feeling real generous. I think I'm going to let you get the first pick. I know it's crazy, but uh, you were talking up my teams despite the Lions. So in favor of that, (laughs) your generosity, not absolutely destroying me on the show. uh, What would be your first of five choices? For top 10 Marvel movies.
1: Well, just saying. Another reason why we decided to go with this topic is we got Wakanda Forever coming out. What? Wakanda Forever? Yeah. So coming it's coming out. I think everybody's pretty excited. I'm pretty sure that movie's going to make some bank.
0: Oh, it's going to make
1: crazy money. <laughs> yeah. It's going to make an insane amount of money. I mean, I was kind of disappointed by the newest trailer that came out. I was like, you guys already made
0: almost a perfect trailer.
1: You should I not have made another one. That first one was so phenomenal.
0: I feel like a memo went out to trailer editors and it was like, hey, I know we normally tease movies. Okay. Like we'll we'll show a little bit of the first act. A little scooch of like, you know, some, some of the middle stuff, but we'll leave the rest. Right. Um, I feel like that memo has long been gone and the new memo is can we fit the entire hour and a half to two hour movie into three minutes is it possible (laughs) uh because every trailer that i've seen probably for like the last three to four years has given away the entire movie now there are teaser trailers and yes you could argue well it's a trailer it's meant to show the whole movie i guess i mean it's a trailer it's meant to entice you to go see it if i know what's going to happen i'm likely not going to go see it a teaser trailer is something that I'd be more apt to watch because it is hopefully a teaser, but even teaser right. trailers can away too much sometimes. Uh, to be honest, actually that was kind of the
1: old school way. If you look at like the earliest movie trailers, that's how they were. <laughs> they were insanely okay. long and showed kind of everything. And then they got a lot better. Um, I think later on at it. Um, but then I think a lot of, a lot of trailers, I think for a while, just, became misleading yeah uh, to say the least uh it was kind of funny my brother and i were just having a conversation um because again we're, we're talking about uh the podcast that i might do in the future with my brother here um might be more action movie themed yeah And we were just kind of talking about like the songs that ever we all heard in multiple different movie trailers. Like this is the, this one song you'll hear in multiple oh, different sure. action movies. And I just like came across one today. I was like, Oh, here's royalty for action
0: trailers of the nineties. I'm listening to the right guys now. making bank. All right. The band and or composers making that money.
1: It's just kind of funny. I don't think anybody would have realized like, ah, cool. I made this song. It's a hit, but I'm going to be mostly known as I remember that song. I don't remember where you remember
0: it. Cause it was in four different movie trailers in the nineties. Right. Oh my God. It's crazy. Um, Yeah, man, I love it. Um, Something that I saw the other day, by the way, getting back to Marvel movies in particular with Wakanda forever. um, I didn't know this. And I think I mentioned this at dinner. I could be wrong. But did you hear about the whole Ryan Coogler incident where he got arrested for attempted bank robbery? This was like, I think, seven months ago. But I just had YouTube algorithm was like, hey, I feel like you're going to do something about Marvel and or Wakanda. So I'm <laughs> going to just pepper this into your feed. Um, but I watched the body cam footage and it's like insane. What I will say that I find kind of. I don't want to say funny. I'm trying to choose my words correctly because it's insane. So to uh-huh. very much put it into context. No, he was not robbing a bank because that right. seems insane. Um, an amount of, as a lot of police showed up. But again, they got a report of an armed robbery at a bank. That's why you're going to have that kind of police force. I feel like the way that they handled him and the way that they handled the situation was done pretty well. You know, they gave all their badge numbers their name information. They treated him with a lot of respect despite being handcuffed. But again, given the situation, I will say to Kugler's, I'm assuming that's how you say his name. It's, it's an interesting yeah, one. I think so. But to Coogler's, uh credit, never once name dropped, never was like, do you know who I am? <laughs> uh, it's, and it's so funny because like I was reading the comments and everyone's like, I can't believe how well he handled himself, you know, very well composed. I'm like, this guy made Fruitvale Station. Do we not remember that? Like, and yeah. it's funny because everyone's like, I can't believe he wasn't like, yo, I made Black Panther. I'm like, I can't believe he wasn't like, yo, I made Fruitvale Station very much uh, more yeah. in line with what this situation is. Um, but yeah, all it was, was he was going into the bank and he wanted to make a large withdrawal for whatever reason. It's his money. Let him do his thing. Right. And he didn't want them to count it at the counter with a money machine. Understandable. If that money machine is going off for like 10 minutes, counting a shit ton of money, I would feel very uncomfortable walking out of the bank after that. Cause everyone knows I just got a huge fat stack right. of cash. So what he did is he wrote down his account number wrote down the amount that he wanted and then gave it to her. And then she asked him to put in his, his bank card, put in his ID, did all of that. She then asked for his ID to verify. He gave her his ID and then she's like, great, I'm gonna go get your money leaves. He thinks everything's fine. it was like, yeah, it's going to be cool. Next thing he knows guns are drawn and everyone's treating him like he's robbing the bank. Like what at any point in what I just told you would make you feel like you're being robbed first off. And the fact that the cops are like all up in his business I only saw the body cam footage. Again, this is just seeing something on YouTube randomly, but it was just crazy given what we're talking about today. Um, And I'm hopeful that there was an equal amount of cops that were around the teller who called because that's insane that he's now like handcuffed and dealing with all of this when he literally did nothing wrong. And the fact that that teller would think to call the police for something like that. I mean, gross uh, misuse of police force in general and calling that many people out. Uh, cause it was a lot of cops. I mean, a lot Jeez. of stuff can happen. It's just insane. Yeah, But, uh, it just goes to, show that like, even as a director, you're not safe if you're potentially a person of color, which is insane, uh, wild. But again, I just love the fact that he was just like, you know, I'm not even going to name drop. He was super, he was just super smart. You know, he had a mask on, so I don't think he was easily recognizable. You may have seen the license or whatever, and you might've put two and two together, but now not everyone's going to do that. There's very
1: few directors though, like regardless of, of race, gender, or whatever, um, that I think are just recognizable by visual yeah. You know what I mean? I think so. It's too. very few that you would just know. Like I, I feel like like besides like Lucas and Spielberg,
0: I, I'm trying like I Robin Howard. Howard. Martin scorsese scorsese but it's, i'm gonna just blow apart your whole uh, no. and then let me name another group Go, of lists. Well, keep
1: going like it's like Francis, it's still uh it's, ford
0: coppola yeah no i disagree bull crap dude you would recognize him do i need to make a poll on this it's gonna no, be totally that, not marvel related but i would but make I a poll on this episode. i
1: would but that doesn't mean like in general you're just gonna recognize that person i don't know Clint
0: was a director technically yeah I mean, he is also very, very well recognized. It's kind of like the same thing, right?
1: Like, uh, sorry to bring this back to sports, right? But like Mike Trout, like wins all these awards. Does anybody actually know what Mike Trout looks like? Fair enough. You know what I mean? because they're not in front of the camera often, you know what I mean? And usually the people you do recognize are ones that have been making movies for like an
0: insanely long time. Hey, you don't have to tell me this This is the reason why I love being a producer. I don't have to yeah. worry about ever getting recognized I get all the fun stuff. Right. And I don't have to worry about like not being able to take my kid to school or go get groceries. Not that I want to do that anyway. I mean, if I had a reason not to go get groceries, I'd be okay with that. But <laughs> here we are. Uh, let's bring it back back okay. to Marvel. You've got the first pick. We've got 10 total. What is your first of five? Cool. So I get first pick. I'm going to
1: go with my favorite Marvel movie and I'm going to go with Captain America, winter soldier. Ooh, that is
0: a good one. That is a good one.
1: I would say the captain America, um, franchise out of all the Marvel movies is probably has the best one to three movies out of all of them. Mm. Um, and I just, I think winter soldier is close to a perfect villain and you have close to just just perfect action sequences. You actually have some insanely great character development going on. Um, you get multiple different suits. You get oh, yeah. action paced insanely well. Introduction of new characters to the audiences like Falcon and such. Um, you know, on your left is introduced. Oh, you know, yeah, it's man. just there's so much greatness to that movie. Uh, I, I well, think and then it's,
0: just the general betrayal, right? Right. I mean, it's it's a lot, man.
1: Uh, and you know, you you get the whole espionage thing. Like it's 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 like they took like a seventies kind of political espionage thriller
0: and turned it into a Marvel movie. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> it is wild because thinking back now, it's been a hot seconds. I, I need to rewatch them, honestly, yeah. but it's been a hot second since I've seen that. But it, the second you said that espionage, that uh-huh. that different feel and vibe of the film, like I remember watching it being like, damn, like this is this is a Marvel movie. This is what this could be. Cause I remember seeing like all the SWAT team or the FBI, like, you know, response team showing up to like, take them on and it feeling very real, not like overdone, not like characterized mm-hmm. at all. Like it felt like, Oh man, like these feel like these are actual operators that are going to, which is ridiculous because they're taking on superheroes right. slash villain in this case, uh, despite what's going on. It's just wild. You know, also yeah. I'm, and I could be wrong. And I might cut this, but isn't this where Black Panthers also uh introduced? No, that, that's Civil War, Civil War, Damn
1: yeah. It. That's Civil War where he's introduced, which is also really good and also some really great action sequence. Civil War is almost basically an Avengers movie just put into a oh, Captain dude, America movie. It's nuts, yeah.
0: It's, it, yeah, it, that was high up for me as well, but yeah, it's gonna be on my list, so I'm just since we're talking yeah. about it, gonna lead fair right enough. into that. That's gonna be my next one. So fair enough. We're so going second with civil war. Is-
1: Wow. So your first pick is Civil War. Wow.
0: Well, I mean, it's we're talking about it. I yeah. Tim, you and I are very much alike. So I feel like I'm safe. Mm-hmm. You know, this does not feel like a scary draft for me, really. It's really oh, just yeah. who gets to claim what, you know, like this is my pick. But I feel like we're both yeah. going to pick Civil War.
1: Civil War is really good. It, would, it probably was not going to be my second pick. But yeah, I mean, the whole um, where he goes in to get to Bucky first. Mm. And and the whole um, stairwell action sequence is almost so perfect. It's so it's good. one of the best action sequences that they've ever done
0: in a film. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Daredevil takes the cake as far as action sequences in that hallway. The Netflix Daredevil, the yeah. I mean, like everyone tried to replicate that after that happened. They're like, "Oh my god, you could do this!" Yeah,
1: they took Old Boy and was like, "Let's make it into a superhero oh, thing." Yeah. It's like, I, "This is so impressive." And cool. <laughs> it's
0: awesome. Yeah, I love Old Boy. It's a great reference, by the way.
1: Yeah, he's like he's using like the the railing, the metal railing, and pulls it down, to like go down the <laughs> the the stairwell and stuff. Oh yeah, it's, man, it's really awesome. It's badass, man.
0: And then you get to see um, well, you get to see Tom Holland as Peter Parker slash Spider-Man. For sure. That's exciting. And also it's a fun use of Ant-Man, I think. Yeah. Because like I feel like everyone's going to like Ant-Man, like how is this? And seeing him in that, you're like, dude, Ant-Man is kind of awesome, man. Because Ant-Man turned into giant Ant-Man.
1: And I have to say, too, besides maybe Infinity War or Endgame, um, this movie probably has the next biggest emotional gut punch Mm. of any marvel movie because you find out what happens to tony stark's parents and everything where he's he's trying to protect his friend bucky and he's fighting his other friend tony and the line of he's my friend and he says so i thought i was or whatever i think i can't remember the exact line so was i right it was just like man Oh, it's just, it's just so
0: good. The emotional with war machine too, right? You've got two duos really, you know, it's just, it's wild. I, I, I will forever love and cherish the scene where winter soldier actually kind of gets a a pretty gnarly hit by Spider-Man. And there's like this moment where he kind of just like looks as like, did I just get like kicked and actually kind of hurt by a 15 year old? (laughs) You can tell he's a kid. Like, you. you yeah. just how he's acting, his voice and everything, and how his physical shape is. And yeah. then he's like actually going toe to toe. He's like, what the hell is happening right now? Like, yeah. Well, and he, his makes, little he makes the movie you know?
1: reference. Oh, yeah. Under-oos, and he makes the movie reference of like, you ever see Empire Strikes Back? Oh, yeah. And he's like, Tony, how old is this kid?
0: <laughs> I think War Machine says it or something. Like, what's the of Oh, my God, dude. It's the best. I love it. I, and yeah. that is, I, I think regardless of who's playing spider-man although i do think that tom holland is doing a great job oh yeah i feel like it's just the way that they do his dialogue is fantastic you know like it's just
1: they really made him a high schooler and they they really nailed that part of it i i I would say tom holland in my opinion is the best all around spider-man okay i would say i think it's fair like he's got the he's got the best of both spider-man and um and peter parker aspects of him yeah i mean Um, And then I would I would
0: say Garfield probably was the best of just purely Spider-Man. You know, it's funny because I think a lot of people dislike the amazing Spider-Man films, and I think there's reasons for that. But it's really two. It's really the second one. That's just so awful. But the thing is, like him as Spider-Man is not the flaw. Yeah. I don't feel like it is. I think he wasn't at all. He's a very he's a little bit more cocky. He's a lot more sure of himself, you know, and I think there are versions of that Spider-Man. You know what I mean? So it's like right. I, I like the that a banter
1: lot. And the humor. He just nailed it. Oh, yeah. Killed yeah. It. And Tony Maguire was the best Peter Parker.
0: OK, you know what, Tim? I like the way you think. <laughs> I like it. I, I sent a Spider-Man episode coming up at some point whenever the next Spider-Man comes. Sure. sure. Oh, all right. So that was my pick. Right. So right now we've got Winter Soldier Civil War. What is your next pick? Uh, well, the, I know I think a lot of people have Infinity War, but
1: I actually don't have Infinity War as high. Um, no. Yeah, to me, I mean, yeah, it was great, but it's kind of like, yeah, I know where this is all going. Like, I, I mean, yes, the whole uh, Mr. Stark was happening and dusts away, you know, sure. But it's like, yeah, we all know he's getting his own movie. It's all coming back. So like, to me, I never really. It well, we strong. know this
0: now, but right. going into it, we're like, well, but the thing is, well, you knew the second fans. movie was
1: coming. You knew Spider Man was getting his own movie.
0: Well, okay, there's that, but it could have been prequels. I mean, we've seen that before too. Nah. But I think the biggest thing with us as being comic fans is we know that people don't stay dead in yeah. general, right? So
1: that's actually one of the biggest problems with comic books. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So
1: um, but, so I'm going to go with Endgame. Um, 100% agree yeah. that that is a better choice. I mean, I get it. The whole. It lulls a little bit in the time travel sequence, uh, and it probably tries too hard to try to explain itself. But I think if, you just need to
0: let it go and try yeah. to understand it and just have fun with it, which I did. And it's the playing around in previous movies. I, I yeah, when it's done, we've talked about this before, but when it's done well, mm-hmm. I really love it, man. Like Ready Player sure. One did some of that with mm-hmm. uh the shining and stuff and yes. like it's just so cool to see that so especially as fans of those movies and as a you know people that are going to see like endgame like dude most everybody even if you weren't a marvel fan you went through all the movies to catch yeah. up because it was just such a big world event you know like honestly yeah. i'm trying to think and I, I i could be way off but like that movie when it released like that was a thing like oh, for sure. i like i had to get my tickets like a month plus in advance i was super silly like, i didn't want any spoilers i didn't want like i tried to like really go into that and and they were doing damage control themselves yeah. in general the studio to avoid any spoilers but like dude seeing so that movie so much so
1: that they purposely changed up the trailers to oh, those yeah. movies to mess yeah. with people oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: crazy but yeah. yeah, I loved it. And I, and it was one of those, that's a great experience. I think we've touched on that before. Yes. What your favorite experience is in a mm-hmm. the theater with a crowd, but holy shit. The whole, movie, the,
1: the whole crowd was insane. Yeah. It's just wild. Like the moment too, just of, of cap fighting himself. And, you know, I could do this all day. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's so good. After <laughs> you see all the movies, as you were saying, like, it's just everybody understands Everything pays and appreciated off. appreciated that. Yeah
0: on your left man on dude. your left emotional, of emotional. When, even
1: before on your left right the hammer cap getting the hammer is still one of the things i probably will revisit on youtube of just watching crowd reactions of cap with it's the so hammer it's so phenomenal like everybody was like "Ah, oh.
0: oh yeah out of shape thor the best gamer thor freaking dude love it Yeah. And
1: like him, like uh, cursing at the little kid on the uh, the, Xbox is hilarious. Or what I love about it, too, is it connect
0: to crying when they see their mother, you know, like, (laughs) dude, it's so great. And I love that it like inspired a whole nether lane of cosplay, because most people were like, man, I wish I could cosplay a store, but I'm just not in shape enough. Now it's like anyone can cosplay a store. Right. He is the people's cosplay. And they're awesome cosplays.
1: I've seen pregnant women do the uh, the, the <laughs> Thor thing. It's so funny. I love it's it. It's good.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. Well, shoot, man. That was a great one. And I could argue you're going to choose that for your third one. No, that was my second one. That was my second one. Well, your second one, I guess. Third yeah. on the list. Uh, I got to go Gardens of the Galaxy, man. I have to because it was okay. like a really okay. fresh mm-hmm. like take. Like We were getting a lot of the same and it was a really new way of looking at these Marvel movies. Again, James Gunn coming in, killing it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I got to go gardens. Le- the first enough. one, it was it was what I mean, even the intro alone was like just crazy. It was awesome. But the credits and everything, it,
1: it, it became one of the biggest soundtracks. Oh, did it not
0: <laughs> like, oh, my gosh,
1: the soundtrack is like normal people that i not normal normal is not the right word none of us are normal but like <laughs> Tell me really like, tip. like people that i would never really associate with like comic books or marvel movies yeah. or anything like that are like like i was at like a a thing for work right and they were like sometimes they'll play music while teachers are supposed to be like doing something in these groups and such and they're playing the gardens galaxy volume one soundtrack like wow. Dude, <laughs> banging. like wow banging such a
0: good soundtrack
1: good movie too but the added, music it added to the movie you know the, the music made it it took it up a whole other notch there's so many great emotional beats uh to that movie um and it gets you right in the beginning too with with the mother dying and everything um and man yeah but I mean it's impressive that they took characters that almost nobody knew anything about and made them just as popular as like Spider-Man, which is insane. But Dude. I mean Marvel's kind of been doing that for a long time because Captain America and Iron Man were not ginormous characters before these movies. No, not at all.
0: Boy are they now.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> insane now. But it's like it's impressive where it's like like I knew Captain America and Iron Man very well before any of those movies, but like Gardens Galaxy, I'm like, yeah, I really don't know that much about these characters myself. And like now, like, you know, by the end of the first one, when Groot dies, you're like, "Oh my god!" Like you're crushed
0: when Group, you know, saves them all and dies. Dude, brutal, yeah. brutal. And you're like, you're empathizing so much with a full CG raccoon. Yeah, you're like, "Oh god, I feel your tears." Your Rocket. friend I feel just it.
1: died. Oh my god. Oh my god. I feel so bad for Vin Diesel, who just says Groot, and he just died
0: impressive Dude, i love the like behind the scenes of like him saying Groot like it's yeah. like a oh yes he's he this is what it took to do the voice of Groot it's like okay all right yeah sure i think we're maybe reading into that a little bit more <laughs> and give you a little more credit than like but it's the way he said Groot that's kind of like
1: isn't the uh minions movies like they actually have dialogue for the
0: minions oh my god that'd be funny I think
1: they do. I think I remember reading that somewhere. Maybe I oh, could be wrong, man. but I could
0: have sworn they actually have dialogue. All right, we might have to. We might have to look into this. <laughs> might have to pepper this into a bonus tales from the set or something. A little, uh, little extra. Um, all, right. all right, so that was my pick. So now, what is your third pick? Thor Ragnarok. Yes, so much yes.
1: Thor Ragnarok. Um, what could you? I mean, it, it took. Arguably the worst of the main character franchises of the Marvel movies. Yeah. I mean, Thor was okay. Thor the Dark World is rough. It's probably one of the worst ones.
0: Ooh. I don't even like talking. I'm like saying the name. It is like golden yeah. word to me than the movie that shall not be named.
1: It's not great. Although it probably gets too much hate, to be honest. No, it does but- not.
0: It is valid. <laughs> it is valid. it is valid No. I, and I'm sure I know people that worked on. I don't it's care. It's not
1: the one I hate. The, to be honest, it's not the worst one, in my opinion. Uh, okay. Actually, wait. It's I want to know what your worst one is. I know we're doing top, but we'll, um, I'm curious. Since we're I hate top. Iron Man 2. Okay. I really hate Iron Man 2. I, there's people that think Iron Man 2 is... I love Iron Man 3, to be honest. I'm, I'm a defender of 3. I
0: think 3 is okay. good. All right. Well, we might be defending it later, depending on how hot you're coming in with that one. But, uh, <laughs> I,
1: I, dude, it's, it's high. Like, it's like, we might have a bigger conversation than about our bottom list.
0: Iron Man 3 is not anywhere near my bottom. Oh, it's not my worst movie. It's yeah. just, it's not one of my favorites, that's all. Uh, well, anyway. but Thor, yeah. Dark World, 100% is on that list. But yeah, Thor back Ragnarok, back. Ragnarok, right? So, it like, you
1: have, like, Thor, eh, okay. Thor, the Dark World, you're like, oh, this is not working out. Um, thank goodness for these Avengers movies. And then Thor Ragnarok, you're like, oh my gosh, this might be one of the best movies they've ever done. This is insane how you can jump up that much after two bad movies or two mad, two bad movie. And, um, I mean, everything with Loki in that movie that it, mm. it could, it could almost make you cry at parts, but then other parts you're laughing. And, and then the whole beginning and, and, the music again coming in as he's fighting all these like demon
0: things. And, and um, <laughs> dude, them getting the license to that Led Zeppelin song. Oh I my mean, God. Yeah. It, it is a match made in heaven. Like it is so good. They nailed it from the trailer too, with that. And, um,
1: Oh gosh, what's her name? Um, playing, um, hella, um, Cate Blanchett. Oh she, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I mean, one of the biggest things they say, too, with Marvel movies is they have a villain problem. Mm-hmm. And Not that she's one. probably the one of the best Marvel villains
0: they've ever had. You know, uh, mm-hmm. she's so good. One of my favorite openings in yeah. that in, in any Marvel movie is is the Ragnarok when he's like so chained up and he's just he's like, in the cage. Oh, oh, I've had times talking yeah. to you. And blah, blah blah and then you find out he's talking to like this freaking bag of bones over there yeah. in his c- cage with him and then like when he's the guy is like full on doing it's like i've waited for years to like you know like doing this whole thing that like, yeah. oh hold on hold on, yeah, hold on i'm coming back uh, around i oh, back around <laughs> dude so and it set the tone so quickly i'm like i'm ready yeah. i'm here for it followed by awesome action like the action yeah. comedy and then even like the relationship, obviously with Bruce Banner or Hulk, is fa- in this case Hulk Ruffalo is really hilarious in that oh movie. Oh my god, it's so good!
1: And and what uh, what's her name playing? Um, gosh, why am I drawing a blank? Uh, that was introduced in that movie too, and she's like clearly drunk, and then she like falls off and gets back up. Dude, to like, it's it. it's fantastic! It's so Valkyrie, good. Valkyrie. Yeah, Valkyrie, and um, that ending battle sequence too. Like, are you the god of hammers? Oh, oh my gosh so it's just there's so much good action in it too um it's just a, it's an insanely great mix of action seriousness and comedic takes and it, it's one of the things that was kind of a bummer of thor love and thunder is they messed up that balance yeah um and it's, it was kind of a went two into one lane versus yeah. that
0: that solid balance you need exactly. both exactly Taika Waititi, too, in general, was such an odd choice for a director. Mm-hmm. But I think that really showed them that like, oh, we should take more chances like this because this is the end result. Right. No one's thinking. And it's so funny to watch the behind the scenes of Star Wars, like the shows like Mandalorian that he's been involved in. And then thinking like, oh, well, he's the VFX guy who knows the VFX language because he worked on Thor. And it's like, dude, I've done one movie. <laughs> like that you know but he's coming yeah. in and everyone's like oh he knows everything he's got the lingo he's like he should know all of it um he literally played a full cg character right yeah which is amazing i love really cool. fun CG character yeah oh my god um and then obviously jeff Goldblum as a grand master I mean, oh dude, yeah I- so funny Plays to all of his eccentricness 100 and it's amazing especially yes. when he like goos that guy and he's like oh Jesus, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so good um yeah it's okay lo- it's uh, it's
1: uh, we're we're work part was it we're work buddies we're wor- so apparently <laughs> there's a
0: story behind this i can't remember it uh i don't know if it was a make a wish or something like that but a kid recommended the dialogue that like wasn't originally in the script oh really and, yeah there's a whole story behind that that line um Oh, yeah. that's great! We'll have to look into that, but it, yeah. Was, it was, yeah, it was very funny. It, it's a, it's an amazing line that still holds up. Like, it's just so good, yeah. Oh my god, I love Thor Ragnarok. It's great. Um, all right, well, shoot, man, now I gotta pick something. Ooh. I do want to point out though, before I make my to tease yeah. mine, stall a little bit, if you will, uh-huh. uh, an old podcast from many years ago now that I used to do where I interviewed actors, directors, stunt person, stunt men, stunt actors as well um uh called Film Revered R E V E R E D and I say this cuz I would love for you to look at this episode um but the episode is the one with Bobby Holland Hansen it, it's literally the name of the episode uh Bobby Holland Hansen is an amazing one of the premier stunt uh actors out there working today uh he's literally stunted for or has been the double for Freaking Christian Bale in the Batman movies. Daniel Craig in the James Bond movies, which, let me tell you, I'm shocked you're not doing something with that. Just putting that out there <laughs> with your other show. But regardless... Oh, Bond will
1: come. I mean, we're doing
0: action movies, so... Okay, will, oh, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. It's, it's, it's a tease. We're getting yeah. there. Yeah. Working our way up. But uh, but more importantly, he is literally Chris Hensworth's double and has been for, like, over a decade now. So any movie that requires a stunt double, it is Bobby Holland Hanson. But he also... And I believe it was Civil War also doubled as uh, Captain America Hmm. as well. But it's interesting because he does like all the fights and everything in Thor Ragnarok, which we're talking about. And he details arguably one of the gnarliest freaking injuries that I've ever heard. It's like this guy literally takes hits all the time like gets lit on fire for a living yeah but when he mentioned this this whole thing where basically it's the scene where it's like the big uh fight with the pulse uh the pole arms and everything in like the great room and everything and he's attacking everybody and he basically gets kicked so hard he does one of those very famous spiral fallouts right into the air yeah so i guess and it's in the movie but when he got unwrapped his, you're supposed to keep your legs tight when that's happening so that you don't have any injuries and his legs slipped out so when he unwrapped he literally just ripped his groin because his leg like you know fell out during the spiral and i'm like holy jesus man like of all the things that i didn't think would sound terrible but right, it like, like took like, him out every guy just crossed their legs right there Ugh. god but just hearing him talk about the amount of because you're talking about thor right yeah The dude chris Hemsworth is like jacked and it's not even like cut it's just mass and tone but mass like the guy is huge right sure really embodies that superhero physique and it's just nuts to hear Bobby talk about it and he's got such charm he's a very British man
1: I'm curious if he's gonna be in that because like Chris Hemsworth's got this new show coming out which is like all about chris hemsworth going to do insane things and challenges it
0: would not surprise me because they're like buddy buddy they travel together everything he also helps out i think it's discovery or something yeah it's called center i think is not that but he's got his own fitness app too called center it's like a fitness and nutrition program that he does Mm -hmm. with a lot of his stunt team and he's involved in that as well um so that wouldn't surprise me but he talks about literally talking about fitness and nutrition he has to be twice as in shape as Chris chrysanthorpe like twice as That's in insane. shape as him the guy's already crazy shape he's got to be twice yeah. as in shape because he has to not get injured which obviously we talked about some injuries are just unavoidable right um but he has to do all the stunts it's not just like he can't just be a bulky dude he has to be able to run he has to be able to do all these things and be right. active and be limber despite his size i'm like dude just hearing him talk and then if you follow him follow him on instagram i think it's bobby dazzler um freaking guy but uh fantastic like genuinely a great episode not trying to plug an old show but it's very fitting to what we're talking about a glimpse behind the scenes if you will Uh um all right it is my turn to pick a movie um well blade hasn't come out yet but i'm pretty sure it would have been on my list because i'm excited (laughs) for it very excited (laughs) you love do love the first two blade movies i do love blade it's so good um you know i gotta say i you know i know that it's like I'm I'm at a cross because I do like Iron Man in general. Like and mm-hmm. I I don't hate Iron Man three. Iron Man two is okay. Um, hmm. but I gotta say, Iron Man, I think is the the one that I gotta go with because it literally without it. That was my next pick. Yeah. It was my next pick, yeah. I mean it, it started it all. It, it started it all, absolutely reinvigorated Robert Downey Jr.'s career hardcore. I mean, it's it yeah. it's it, genuinely like and it's so nuts to take a chance on someone like that but at the same time like if his screen test was anything like how he was in the film it was hands down not even a hard choice like he he is tony stark like you see him in anything like it's (laughs) well
1: it's one of those things too where he became so good at what he was doing the comic book character was not that no, he the comic book character has changed and adjusted the cartoons. To him, yeah, they have changed to be more like Robert Downey Jr. That because that was not Tony Stark in the comic books. But I feel like you needed it. Right. I don't feel like it would not have played as well. But that's kind of goes to how Iron Man was not this giant big character. Right. Marvel sold all their rights to all their big characters. This was a huge swing for Marvel to make this Iron Man movie and to to John Farber, like fought for Robert Downey Jr. So it was so much just this like big swings here. And man, did they connect? That movie's great. Delivered
0: heart. Yeah. Amazing visual effects. That movie. Yeah is old okay like i feel like people don't realize 2008 Ouch, okay this hurts a little bit right now it hurts part. yeah hurt all you want It's 2008 we're in 2022 oh, yeah 2022 yeah. man i mean like make me feel old okay i mean i feel old you're <laughs> yeah. not that much older than me tim jesus no, i know i know I got probably more great. Well, you got some gray in the beard. I got some so white hair. I got a lot of gray. In got a beard, lot, of, yeah. lot of salt and pepper in the sand. Yeah. I hat all the time with these headphones, but uh, yeah, Iron Man is fantastic, dude. Like, yeah. and I, again, I think that you taking, like taking the chances that they took mm-hmm. is the reason that a character that you wouldn't normally think of being such a game changer in film and genre yeah. in general really helps solidify that movie and making, you know, this become a thing. Um, and you've got John Favreau, which I gotta tell you, man. Like, who's I? I, I just you know you watch Swingers. I love Swingers, and then yeah. to see where he's come from to now, and it's like, dude, like, understand that this man, honestly, I he's got to be up there with Lucas and Spielberg at this point. If he's if you're not putting him on that list, because the amount of what he has done for film, whether you like it or yeah. not, like he has a Arguably, definitely top five Christmas movie under his belt with Elf. That's yep. him. You yep. know, like that is a classic. Whether you like the movie or not, it is a classic. It is rerun you're, you're all right. the time. Iron You've Man, obviously. The Iron Man started the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Yeah. Jungle then, Book, and this is where we go. He yeah. starts the live action uh, adaptations, like true live action with Jungle yeah. Book, and then we, we're at Star Wars now. Yeah. I mean. And honestly, like I feel like a lot of Star Wars fans felt very left down with the sequels, and then now you've got you've got TV shows that are outperforming and doing a better job than the films, and that's because he's involved. You know, it's like what happens if John Favreau gets his trilogy right? You know, like yeah, him or Filoni. We cannot forget Filoni. Filoni. Oh, my God.
1: If Filoni could just get everything, just let Filoni do what he wants to do and let him cook that man take all my money. Did you, by the way, Doctor go on a completely different, did you see the Tales of the Jedi uh, short series yet?
0: I haven't seen it yet. I want uh, to. Dude, it's it's very it. much on my list. It's
1: a short amount of episodes. They're not very long. It's all Filoni filling in just gaps. Say and less. They're Say phenomenal. less. They're phenomenal. So I like, love I'm it.
0: Dude, what yeah. they're doing with Star Wars on Disney Plus is like, dude, I'm here for it. I'm all about it. Even the ones that aren't that great. I mean, let's be honest. Boba Fett was okay, but yeah, it had its moments. I mean, you got Danny Trejo in Star Wars. Are you up to date with Andor? I have not seen Andor. I know I've been so far behind, man. I I I do all these podcasts and I work. But Andor, it's arguably one of the best things they've ever done. it's one of the more interesting Rogue One was such an interesting that we're really going on an off tangent here. (laughs) This will likely get edited out or maybe featured Uh, in a random one. It's all part of. Yeah, it's all fandom. It's all fandom over universes. Right. But ultimately, I will say Rogue One and that espionage factor. Speaking Mm -hmm. of espionage, here we go. We're circling it back that whole like seedy underbelly of like, look, I understand that morals are questionable, but like, let's not forget that they are the rebels, right? Like they're to a lot of people, terrorists, right? Like they're not like, and there's a way that they're operating that to most people is like, dude, what are you doing? And you really never question that until you see Rogue One and you kind of get a glimpse of like, Holy shit, that guy just like straight murder that dude just to not get caught. Like that's, and this is the character of Andor, all i gotta say dude is you got it just you got to watch the show it plays into this so much more (laughs) oh my god you're gonna love what i'm saying is like that's why i am excited for the show because i remember seeing that being like oh this is something that needs to be explored
1: everything i'm hearing from you how excited you are from rogue one is exactly why you're gonna love
0: android yeah all right i was gonna watch marvel movies again but screw that man we're already talking about it now i need to watch them again there's
1: You'll get to um it. <laughs> all right so um to, are we done talk about Iron Man right okay I'm done I'm okay. done
0: I, I I concede my time to you um
1: doo, 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 doo. all right um I'm gonna go wait which pick is this one for me four this so so my second to last pick okay cool um all right I'm going with the Avengers the OG Avengers, the OG Avengers, the first mm-hmm. one. Um, I, I I think that was that was quite an interesting movie experience for myself. Not that it was the same as Endgame, where the crowd is going nuts. Although, quite so, some quite good uh, movie reactions too for for that one. But it was it was one of the first experiences of being like watching, it, like I can't believe the comic books that I've read all my life is coming to life and i'm watching visually a splash page come to life right now i like i, I was just astonished watching like i can't believe they did it oh yeah this is, this is this is happening this is working and i was just i was just so enthralled by that you know and it's still you know the whole new york bat i can probably play the new york battle sequence on a loop for my children and they'll be enthralled um the entire time. Oh yeah. You know, it it makes you crack up with uh Thor and Hulk. Again, balance. Yeah. Exactly. Uh Loki's Tom Middlested is just is just killing it <laughs> the whole way through. He just is just such a good villain. Um you can't go wrong with. Uh, the only thing you can go really wrong with that movie is um you know, the
0: cap suit's not great. <laughs> It's tough, man. Like, yeah. I'm glad you said that because I, I, I'm not alone. Because I Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It, I mean, the only saving grace is like you could be like, OK, it wasn't his cap suit. Obviously, his cap suit changes later on in the other movies. Like, it was made by a fanboy who had his trading Nothing card. is as bad
0: as the cap suit for fake cap in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, bro. Like, talk about really accentuating the ears, man. Like, you could have done something for the guy. I felt bad.
1: It could have been worse. I mean, you could watch the '90s Captain Mar uh, Captain America movie where he had rubber ears. Yeah, man, that's and that's And I rough. was such a comic book nerd and lover that I watched that horrible, awful
0: movie so I'm many times. I'm a completionist. What can I say? You know, I mean,
1: I watched it repeatedly. I had it on VHS. I I, I was so desperate for anything. I'd watch the Captain America '90s movie. I'd watch the mm. 1980s Dolph Lundgren Punisher movie. Like I Dude. took all that those bad, painful <laughs> movies. Just because I just wanted it so I remember being so excited that my parents were like, hey, there's this Ghost Rider show you should watch. I was like, Ghost Rider, let's watch it. But it's like that, it was like an awful like educational ghost Rider program. I don't know if you ever saw that as a kid. I was, kid, I was like, hilarious. so like, oh my gosh, this is horrible. You're ruining everything for me. It's not what I thought it was.
0: Oh yeah. Um, I love it, man. Avengers is dope. And it's also like really the first time that you're it's not really the first time, but I would say first time in grand scale throughout an entire film that you're seeing these actors who are playing a role. I mean, this is like I said, it's not the first time, but definitely more, I would say, like at the the level of fame that this franchise was growing at this point Mm -hmm. and the, the the actors themselves that are playing these characters seeing them all now starting really to truly cross over into other films. Now you've got Avengers where you've got all the same actors. No one's been recast playing the same roles. And obviously this grows as exponentially as exponentially. Mark Ruffalo. I get it. I get it. Yes. Cause (laughs) we're not, we don't have Edward Norton. I know, which I don't hate that movie, by the way. I don't and It's technically canon. Yeah, no, it is. You know, so, um, but yeah, man, like it's just, it's killer. Um, I got to pick another movie, man. Yep. And uh, I, I man, this is tough, right. man. So I know, man. All right. Well, ooh, what am I at? One, two, three, four. Wait. Oh, one, two. Three. Okay. This is my fourth pick. Okay, good. I got a little nervous. Yeah, oh I'm, my God. God my I'm last pick
1: coming up. You get the last pick.
0: Oh, all right. Um. Oh, man. This is tough. I got, I'm going to go Black Panther. I don't give a shit like there nothing to apologize for i i have my qual i have my 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 issues with it uh from a visual effects standpoint and it's tough oh, for me okay because obviously this is my this is my shit you know like this is what mm-hmm. i do for a living mm-hmm. i very much try not to talk about movies that i've worked on for legality reasons obviously lord knows i've signed enough paperwork at this point <laughs> um but i love black panther it's on my list. I'm, I'm officially saying Black Panther is on my list. Okay. It's fantastic. It's, it was another really refreshing uh, film to enter into the series. Um, I mean, T'Challa in general, like, dude, it's freaking like, it's amazing. You know, like, yeah. uh, and then you've also got Claw. Dude, yeah. Like, again, I'm not a huge fan of Andy Circus for a multitude of reasons. Getting back into my field in an industry with you know, this guy is known for playing character like animals and creatures yeah. uh, as well as I well, one could argue. Gollum is a creature, but regardless, Gollum, but the fact that the man literally owns and operates a motion capture studio yet refuses to say that anyone else does anything for him with regards to his performance is insane to me. Like I'm not the only one that feels this way. There are literally t-shirts that say that, uh, uh, Andy, I was animated by Andy Circus or ridiculous shit like that, because if you know the industry, which a lot of people, this is very much getting into the nooks and crannies that are not as mainstream. When you do motion capture, it's not clean, regardless of the system that you're using, how elaborate it is. It's not perfectly clean. There's a lot of jitters. There's issues with floor connects or there's issues with anatomy. Like the guy literally uh-huh. plays uh, freaking King Kong, yeah. I mean, for one, but also is playing all the you know, the apes, or he's one of the apes, Caesar. the apes, Caesar. Yep,
1: yeah
0: Um, he's not a freaking ape, like, despite yeah. there being commonalities, he's not an ape, they move and <laughs> operate differently. And he does a good job of recreating it, but there are things that need help. There's also things that need to be done facially. There's only the technology has gotten to the point now where it is a lot more hands off to a degree. I will give him that. But leading up to now, literally like this year where we're at, you know, to get the emotion that you're seeing on Caesar's face in the later ones, especially to see that performance. Yes, his performance is the root of it. But animators have to go in there and do their job to really fully bring that character to life. It's not just him. So I'm really on a soapbox right now. Because okay. I, this is the reason why I have issues with Andy Circus because he's publicly been like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, dude, you literally own a company Yeah, that does this. Like, what are you doing? Um, however, love him as Claw. Like, I really yeah. do. Like, he's fantastic. It's great. It was a really cool take on it with the arm and everything. It's a cool one. Obviously, you've got Michael B. Jordan killing yes. it. Yes, there we go. I mean, Killminder. that physique, insane. I cannot even imagine the amount of time That he sat in that chair for the makeup when he has a shirt off. Holy shit! Yeah, like talk about detail, man. With all the rivets
1: under his skin. I think there's a reason
0: why it's not done a whole lot throughout the movie. For sure, (laughs) dude. It's badass, Uh, but it. You know, I can only imagine. Yeah. Um, The soundtrack. Again, we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh The soundtrack, freaking awesome! You've got Kendrick Lamar coming in, lending his hand, killing it. Um. Yeah man I just dude it's it's a really it's always great to have a movie where the villain
1: has a point. Yeah, like you totally see his point. Yeah, exactly. And that's why it is it has to be up there as one of the best Marvel movies purely because of the villain. And that's where my problem with the movie is is the villain and everything with the villain and his point and that everything there it's so good. There's so much there to mm-hmm. work with. There's it's just so much about society and Hell the yeah. world and, and and even with our own politics. And it, it's so good. The problem is the hero as much as, uh, you know, T'Challa and everything there. And, and um, it's some great stuff, but it's there's not a whole lot for him.
0: He gets he becomes underwhelming because you've got it's an imbalance. The villain overshadowed our
1: hero. Yeah. And it's it's it was it turned into one of the problems that I think um, that some of the Batman movies had back in the day where the villains were
0: way more interesting than than Batman. Not even back in the day, even more. I mean, look at Heath Ledger, dude, like still the same
1: yeah i mean i would give it give christian bale some credit they didn't try to give, give christian credit, but
0: the reason you watch dark knight right. is not christian bale
1: oh for sure but like they do try to give like batman more of like the christian bale batmans they try to give that bruce wayne more of like character development that get, yeah. you don't really have in the previous batman movies True. um and so it's always been kind of a Batman problem where the villains have just been so much more interesting and more and just better. And I think it was just weird to like all these Marvel
0: movies where you always had a villain problem mm-hmm. and you finally have, <laughs> you nail it to it's like a lot. It's like the lions uh, bringing exactly. it back to football. You know, you got an amazing <laughs> offense in this case of an amazing defense, yeah. uh, but your offense sucks <laughs> or well, no opposite yeah. now, but yeah. I'm saying like that, that, that parallel here exactly and it's just it was just kind of like man as
1: much again i'm not trying to say anything um to to belittle i mean he was well
0: chadwick does an amazing performance for sure but phenomenal but what you got you know like what you're given what you can do with it
1: it's i think it because to there's so uh how do i want to put it without getting attacked here because i feel like this is one of the ones that can start up the most debates and controversies is Black Panther because I think there's uh, some people that will put it up there in their top three and I understand why they put it in their yeah. top three but I think in general it, it's there's some things that that take away from it at, that could bring
0: up to another level it's a t- it's, it's a top it's a top five for me it's not going to be a yeah. top three and I think it's for the reasons that you're alluding to but part of it too right. is just from a filmmaking standpoint too and this is story this is that balance right but, uh, but also and again, it's—I mean—it's nothing against Chadwick. I think he's a oh, great yeah. casting choice great. for Black Panther. But again, they just really killed it. And Michael B. Jordan—I mean—he's a scene stealer, dude. The guy's a fantastic actor. Yeah. Um, to be he's in scenes with him—it's written
1: too. Just what the
0: the whole plot and ideas, and dialogue—that yeah. whole sup aunt, auntie. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> yeah. Like it's amazing, right? It's not stuff you're expecting. It's great. Yeah. Um. But yeah, what I was getting to is that whole final. Sequence, that final fight Uh is tough for me because it, it really went, it started to lean too heavily into the VFX realm. Yeah. And then you start losing your ground of realism in the fight, right? You're starting to lose that balance. Yeah. And so I think that's where it struggles for me. And it's not that it looks bad, it looks good. It's just like, I feel like most of the audience can tell that it's visual effects. That's where you start to run into an issue with a movie like this. Yeah, I agree. Because they're not; it's not to a degree. There's certain things they're doing that are impossible, but there are ways to film that. And again, it could have been from a safety standpoint. It could have been from a time, budget, schedule. There are a myriad of reasons that you go this route, or it could have just been a stylistic choice. They wanted to go for that exaggerated look, but it took me out of it. And I think even and again, this is my bread and butter. But I think that even people that aren't in the industry, I think it is a sore point for them a little bit.
1: Yeah. And I agree. Like it's, it they do make a great like dialogue joke about like, Oh no, there's action. Hold on. Let me put on my helmet. Like, it's like, yeah. okay, that's funny. So I get why you did this with the suit, but I actually think this is a mistake that you did this with the suit. No, um, no. And I preferred it the, the other way. And I think too, like, I think with all these other uh, movies we mentioned earlier, I think each of us could probably pinpoint at least one or more action sequences that we'd like wow that was so memorable and mm-hmm. that was so great. And I don't think I can really do that with Black Panther.
0: There's definitely moments like I mean the car chase scene is pretty awesome, but it's not
1: But it's not like I'm going to be like oh my gosh that was so good. You know what I mean like I The not, car
0: chase scene is pretty freaking awesome. I'm going to be honest. Okay. Like I, I I enjoyed it, but yeah. It's not like when you're thinking like the fact that I'm narrowing in on something like that yeah. versus like this epic fight that happens at the end. It's like, I think right. this is highlighting the problem that I'm right. talking about. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. And obviously there are other scenes, big fights too, as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I just say, just to nerd out a little bit with the second one, like my comic book fanboy in this, and, and I'm, I'm seeing a movie trailer and I'm seeing Namor and they he actually has the wings on his feet dude. and ankles. I'm like, I can't believe if I told my childhood self, I would see this in a movie. It, I just it's I can't believe it. I'm still stunned.
0: You know, I, it's nuts. And I got to tell you, like, I feel so bad for freaking uh, to knock because there are like a lot of people that are giving him shit. Saying that he's not in shape enough. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like really? there are literally like YouTube videos and comments, wow. but like, I don't think he's in shape enough. Have you seen the comics? I'm like, first off, comics are insane. And I will admit, yeah, people like Chris Hensworth. Uh, I mean, hell, even Chris Pratt, like, you know, yoked yeah. out. I mean, hell, even freaking Paul Rudd, you know, once he got his yeah. Marvel movie, slender, but super shredded, right? Even Donnie Jr. put a little bit of mass on himself, yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah. like but um but they see him and they're just like well i don't know he's not really in shape. i'm like dude like if you really look at like all the shots that we've seen or even just like the glimpses or the stills mm-hmm. where you can actually really the dude is still super in shape he's just not like super literally shredded like he's just genuinely in shape like i would still you believe he's capable of what he's doing anybody who said that
1: ridiculousness you wish you looked like that man <laughs> Right. I do wish
0: for sure. I would kill to look like that. Right. Exactly. Most people would kill to look like that. Like I still feel like that is, you know, a superhero movie physique. For sure. No, no no
1: question about it. It's kind of insane. Like, look back at older movies, you know, pre uh, like, look, I mean, yes. Michael
0: Keaton. I mean, I love Michael Keaton's Batman, but let's be real here. I mean, like, yeah,
1: he they (laughs) literally had to put on like fake. Actually, no, the fake abs stuff came in Batman forever, to be honest. Ooh, did uh, that
0: come with the nipples, too? Yeah, it did. <laughs> Bat nipples. <Yeah. laughs> hey, I'm a completionist. I love Batman. I've seen them all. I, I oh, sure. even watched Adam West's Batman. I have the box. Set, uh, you know? Some days but, you can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. dude. I love it all. Don't get me wrong. There's so many great mashups that Corridor Digital has done on yeah. the Internet. Look it up. Um, all right. So, Black Panther. Now we've come to the ultimate decision. Your last pick. Um, man, this is cool. drum roll music in here or Jeopardy music. I'm not sure <gasps> what's well, not going to get me pinged for copyright.
1: Well, I mean, it's kind of great. So, I um, I didn't get to you picked Iron Man, that was also uh, my like four spot, my five spot was Guardians One. You already picked that one, you know. Mm. Um, so, um and then, like, right around there, I have Civil War. So, you know, it's, it's so i am just say, like, I do have these other movies kind of higher, um, but you picked them, so good picks. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, I'm going to go with Spider-Man No Way Home.
0: Yeah, you got to. You got um, to.
1: Yeah, it was... Um, it was pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie. Uh, it... It, uh, it really is, like, Expert class of being like, okay, we're kind of boxed into this whole uh shared universe narrative. <laughs> How can we uh get ourselves out of this one to continue our story here? Um show good character development, but also fan service at the same time, and yeah. somehow they pulled it off, and it was impressive to
0: watch. Did you make it really hard for me to pick a movie after that one? I mean, like I Remember the trailers getting released. I knew yeah. in my mind. Now I can't remember. There were so many people that were like, we
1: know it's happening. And there were so many like people breaking down the trailer, being like, yeah. look, there's something missing here. This clearly got edited out. And it's true. By everybody the way. knew it was coming. That was still a ginormous movie experience of when Andrew Garfield pops out theater goes nuts and then toby pops out and even huger like huge it's Toby
0: fucking mcguire dude like
1: they brought him back
0: (laughs) it's amazing like but it is nuts because it it goes to show what i have said many a times that trailers are misleading yeah now that can be good and bad right like you'd be like oh visual effects look a little tough here whatever like it's not looking too great but again like i've said a lot of times when trailer shots come up They're well before a movie's even finished because the movie's still in post-production at that point. They may even be doing reshoots when a trailer gets released. So you're really not seeing the final product. Now, the other misleading aspect is, okay, shit, we've got this massive battle. We've got three Spider-Men definitely in this shot. How do we release this epic shot with only one Spider-Man and put it for a trailer? And what ends up happening is a villain gets hit by nothing. Yeah. And now we've entered into the Pandora's box that is the internet and the people that are going to go frame by frame and look at this and be like, clearly, this is a thing. And then it's like, okay, shit. do we respond to that? Do yeah. we just ignore that? Do we try to downplay that? Like what And then everything with Garfield was hilarious because he was oh, yeah. the whole time, nope, not
1: in it. sorry. oh my God, such dude. a good straight faith. But it what's insane to me about that is more than anything, like, everybody who watched all these things about like breaking down the trailers, watched mm-hmm. everybody trying to ruin it. Um, so many people going into that movie knew exactly that these people were going to be in it and people still flipped out and loved oh, for sure. Every second of it. And that's insane to pull off that people saw your punch coming and was so excited that punch was coming and gladly welcomed it. I was excited that you just punched
0: them. <laughs> 100%, dude. I will say that uh, a stress dream of mine, uh, a dream that would wake me up in sweats, is anytime, and, and, and it fully relates to this movie, is anytime I get content from a client. Now I work for the client now, so it's a little bit different in my current capacity, but before when I worked for Vendor Studio, Dude, when you're working on big movies, like for instance, Mulan, right? Mm-hmm. So I was the lead coordinator on Mulan for the studio that I was working with at the time for visual effects, which meant that everything came through me. Um, but that also meant that anytime Disney sent me something, it had my name <laughs> on the entire frame, like ghosted in, like watermarked in on every piece of footage that we ever got. And uh, and I'm not going to go into the intricacies that is that because again, but What it's so terrifying because every time you're getting material like that, that material is then getting distributed amongst the team where it needs to Mm -hmm. go for obvious reasons. You're like, please, for the love of God, do not fucking misplace this because my (laughs) name is on it. And I know I'm not going to misplace it, but no one's going to think that because they're going to see my name on it. Right. It's the same thing with scripts. Every script that you get has your name on every freaking page. Like it's even a joke an entourage where M. Night Shyamalan gives Ari his script and literally his name is on every page. It's like, Oh my God, he's so crazy. That is just Hollywood. That's not just M. Night Shyamalan. Like that's everything I ever have gotten is like yeah. that. Um, and the reason why I bring that up is because Spider-Man again, along with what we've talked about now already with people going at it, had it's, its trailer leaked, man. Like, yeah. Absolutely 100% worst case scenario. It has some random person's name on it. Literally full on news articles at every major news site were dedicated to trying to figure out who this person was. Was that person responsible? Who are the voices in the background? Are those his kids? And I have to tell you full on, this is some real, you know, inside baseball, if you will, um, It genuinely scared the shit out of every single one of us, because number one, I think, like I've said, everyone has had that stress stream of like, please, God, not me. Right. Like, oh, my God, I can feel for that person in this scenario because I doubt that it's actually them. That's insane. Yeah. But the other thing that really scared the shit out of us is we have this luxury of being able to work from home as a society. Now, everyone has been able to work from home in a lot of capacities. Right not everyone, obviously you as a teacher are still, you know, working from the school, but even you work from home temporarily. Yeah. Um. You know, but I never, again, what I do for a living, like I'm a producer. I never thought that I'd be able to do that and not be in the studio. I'm like, how am I going to manage my team? How am I going to manage my artists, my coordinate, whatever, like, how is that going to go down remotely? I just couldn't see it. Obviously now I see it fully and I love it. And it allows me to live where I live where, again, I never thought I'd be able to do that in this industry. And so now you've got this trailer getting released or leaked. And it's like, these are the reasons why clients like Disney and other studios will legit make it so that within. And again, I know you you roll your eyes, but trust me, dude, like no. it's a thing like they will yeah. add it into their security protocols that you have to be on site now to work on their projects. They didn't do this, obviously. But what I'm saying is like, this is running through all of our minds because every studio has their own security protocols. Definitely not getting into what those are. But what I will say though, is it scared a lot of us because we're like, holy shit, this could end work from home for all of us. Like, because yeah. if, this, if, if this comes out that like this guy's kid leaked this video or some family member leaked this video that had access to it because he was at home, dude, we're fucked. Like, you know, like it genuinely scared the shit out of all of us. Right. Because we all got comfortable. I think a lot of people got comfortable in a lot of different industries working from home. And it's like, dude, like it was really scary. So as much as I love the film and, you know, and it it was great to just see all the people trying to nitpick, even again, I bring corridor up a lot. They're a great company. Um, But even they were like caught up in it and they were like, As much as we'd like to say that this is fake, that is definitely Andrew Garfield. (laughs) Like we can definitively say there's no way that's green screen. That is definitely him. And that he doesn't even have the same haircut that he had in any of the amazing Spider-Man movies. Clearly, this is him in the movie. There's really no way about it around it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but again, great movie. And again, you know, we've talked about actors playing the same roles. This is like, you know, I love Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. It is arguably my favorite Spider-Man movie of all time. Yeah, It's so good. The animation styles that are present in it, the choices that they do, even down to the frame rate per character. Uh, is just so fantastic. The voice acting is fantastic. You're getting a Miles Morales on the theater screen. Come on. Um, but then now you're getting a taste of what that looks like. Really not even a taste, but a, a movie of what yeah. that is with the actual actors themselves, despite aging, more so with Tobey Maguire. I mean, the guy's not young anymore. I mean, he's not old yeah. either, but like, that's a tough one. You know, if a lot of people could be really scared to come into a, a role like that, having it been such a long time since, you know, playing that character. And he looked great and he, yeah, he, did. he pulled it off and it's amazing how many
1: emotional beats they really got you um
0: the gwen stacy shit man well,
1: the gwen stacy and andrew garfield where he just tears up and everybody knows the context of that and it, it just hits you really hard um the Tony mcguire speech at the uh, towards the end trying to talk him down from killing green goblin and everything it's just man it, it's, it's it's phenomenal how it's like we're gonna make you feel and 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 earn all of these emotional beats throughout all of this fan Mm -hmm. service is just insanely impressive. And, and action stand alone. I will, I will never forget seeing three different Spider-Man all swinging together. It's the stuff of dreams, dude. It's just, Oh my God. Like, and that's always the beauty of Spider-Man. Spider-Man loves being Spider-Man. And it's always refreshing to see. And you see all three of them all going woohoo and swinging together. It's like, brings a tear to your eye man And it's not animated
0: you know there's so many awesome experiences that i think comic book fans have been able to have in animated films that are like oh yeah that's cool like i love that they went there dc has some fantastic animated feature films that they've done that are straight to video obviously their tv series are really great too but to see something like that in a film live action with that those caliber of actors it's like Uh dude it's yeah. a lot of folks didn't think that would happen for sure honestly, man
1: the action sequence were in in the apartment building and happy's apartment building with the, against greek goblin and greek god the, the fight was brutal and greek god was like taking holland and just throwing him through the floor and the ceiling you're like man it's just brutal and also impressive how the tom holland's third movie at the end is now at an origin point of stereotypical comic book Spider-Man of, yeah, I'm living in an apartment. I'm poor. I got my own costume. You like, right. Wow. Like, it's just I'm impressed. I, I, just, I was really impressed by all of it. And I was really shocked because I really thought nothing was going to be for Holland's sake. Uh, homecoming is I love homecoming. Oh, homecoming is fantastic.
0: And it would have been on my list if it wasn't yeah. for no way help.
1: Yeah, I, I, I will still I still think love, love the vulture realization moment.
0: dude. So good uh, in
1: the car. It's it's so amazing.
0: Talk That's, about awkward moment with your prom Dave's dad. Like I,
1: I think in the theater, like I actually didn't see that coming for some odd reason. I didn't see that coming that it was going to be her dad. Yeah. And and that the whole is just oh, my and He was so good in that scene
0: and hey pete it's just oh dude keaton's a fucking goddamn so legend. i love him so much i know and i'm really worried for flash given all the shit that's going on with ezra miller right now because yeah. if i get robbed i already got robbed of michael keaton as batman in the fucking batgirl, batgirl movie okay yeah. so if you're gonna rob me again like i get it it's hard to really argue when the guy's being brought up on kidnapping charges, okay? Like, shit's getting weird and wild in Miller's Land. Really not um, what you want. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, okay? I get it. Um, and we just released the film if he gets convicted and then just give all the money for him to like the victims, and that way we can still
1: get the movie and not feel bad about it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you do it. I really don't know what the right answer
0: is. I don't. It's I don't a tough know. one. Man. It's a lose lose. <laughs> um. Well, no, you want to know what a lose lose is, Tim? We're fucking going on and on about how amazing No Way Home is, and now I gotta pick a goddamn movie after that. Um. There's plenty to pick from. There's a lot sure. to pick from. Again, I don't <laughs> feel like these are in any order. For me personally, these are just in general a collection of a top ten. I'm not necessarily. Yeah we don't need to rank these. I think these are just arguably our top 10. If we'd like to rank yeah, them, these are our them.
1: personal favorites. But yeah. yeah.
0: And going in that vein, Ant-Man may not be okay. the most popular choice, but it, it it's another one that was like a really unique movie for me. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely had me looking at ants differently for sure. Um, <laughs> it would not have been my next pick, but it would have been my pick after. Yeah, I dude, the shit with Luis, man. That dude, like anytime you're about to catch up on a show or you're about to watch a new season, like, all right, let me watch the recaps. That dude just like literally Michael Peña needs to just make a living. Like (laughs) I would honestly, if I could. If he was on cameo, I would fucking pay him. Yeah, who do, to rap do for ups you? of me? Like, I'll give him the script. I don't even give a shit. Like, just, yeah. I want it. Like, it's so freaking hilarious the way that that dude just summarizes everything. Yeah, his character in general is fantastic. Obviously, yeah. Paul Rudd as Ant Man is also very yeah. unassu- very unexpected, but fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously. But, uh, you've got michael douglas killing it you've got evangeline totally. lilly uh T it says, does the
1: whole the de-aging thing mm-hmm. and that movie was really what's kind of started people being like whoa i can't oh, yeah. i'm kind of shocked what people that in guardians
0: because guardians did it with kurt russell but i think this came first ant-man didn't it did it i thought 2015 came- you might be right it. yeah yeah i think ant-man came first Um, Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy came out in 2014. Volume 2, dude? Oh, no, you're right. It is Volume 2. You're correct. Volume 2 is correct. Volume 2 is going to be 2016, I bet. 2017. Yep, you're right.
1: Yeah, Ant-Man came first. And so it was pretty darn impressive, that thing
0: right at the beginning. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is like, this has been something that's been going on in Hollywood for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And it has been very taboo. You're not supposed to talk about it. Um but now with certain situations like this, it's like, well, obviously we can really brag about this now because we know that that actor is not actually, you know, 20 or 30 years younger. Right. So. Um, right. I, well, the yeah, Michael Douglas being alive is helpful. I think the problem was Rogue One. Well, that's um, a, but that's not de-aging. That's just a full CG head replacement. That's where you, you differ.
1: I think that's but I think that's where, where the controversy
0: really started with that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. When, when did Logan come out, by the way? Oh, 2017, Logan, Logan has arguably, I would highly recommend if you haven't seen the movie or watch it with a new perspective, uh, arguably some of the best digital head replacements I've Mm -hmm. ever seen in my life. Um, There are scenes in that movie that people even to this day do not realize that it's not him. Like there's Mm -hmm. an amazing scene during the car chase where he's in his you know he's got his suit on and everything and he's like it's this shot if you're watching the uh the video podcast it's basically this he's driving like this his head is fully in frame it's about a little bit more punched in than this and you're seeing all the action going on outside the window and he's driving like this you know boom 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 that is a stunt person and they fucking replaced his head that close to camera no one notices it also the whole scene with him and, uh oh my God, I'm drawing a blank. Who is, what is, it's X something. Fuck, what is the What's, young version? It's not really the young version of Wolverine, right. but the, the clone. I can't oh, remember X twenty three. Yes, okay. At least that's in the comic book, it was X-23. Is or that whatever. X-23 or is that the girl though? I thought that was the girl. The girl is X-23. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the other Logan, the clone that they have. I can't remember what they refer to him as. Um, but no, so like that, that's art. That's another one that I geek out on because when you're talking about de-aging, because that was a full CG head replacement that was an insane level of fidelity and detail. Yeah. But what's even crazier is like they didn't have like that camera move when he's coming down the stairs. Dude, that's fucking handheld and not motion captured. So, yeah. very quickly, when you're doing visual effects, especially like a head replacement or something like that, you really want to make sure that you're able to repeat that that uh that camera move 100 digitally you can measure and know exactly the distance how it's moving the speed everything heights all of it you can measure with the motion capture rig and that's super important because it makes doing certain things like a full digital head replacement much easier but they didn't do that they literally just had a handheld shot of him coming down the stairs and they fucking replace this dude's head and then you see them like this lock eyes Fucking insane, dude! Like it that's, looks, yeah, that's nuts. so real. It's
1: amazing how much we used to like that used to not be a problem for us, right? Like one of the greatest yeah. action movies of of our childhood era was Terminator Two, right? And like you see Arnold, or supposed to be Arnold, on the bike coming down in the in that uh underpass yeah. freeway area, right? And it's like clearly they do a slow motion shot of of the t or whatever coming off yeah. uh, the bike. And it's like, that's definitely not Arnold. Like you
0: can, you can see oh, it. Man.
1: It's so much you know, but you don't care. Like and it's, but, but it's now like so good at effects. Like, like,
0: yeah, now it's just like, either we're going to cut this in a way that you're not going to notice it or we'll just do a head replacement. Yeah. If we have the crazy. budget for it, like it's, it's nuts. Yeah. But back to Ant-Man, back to Ant-Man. Yes, back to Ant-Man. But I do real quick. I love, I'm going to get you sucka it's a real random classic film that I like to throw Mm -hmm. out there because they really take the piss out of like swapping in the stunt guy. There's this great scene in the bar uh, where his mom's like trying to fight these bad guys that are bullying him, the main character. And it just switches to a white dude with a mustache. Like, dude, like, It's fucking hysterical. Like, they don't, it's literally Mario. They just subbed in Mario and then they cut back to her, like, oh, yeah, that was a tough fight. (laughs) It's freaking (laughs) hilarious. Like, so, but it it speaks to what we're talking about full on. Like, it's totally taking a piss out of it. But yes, Ant Man is fantastic. I love how they did the visual effects and that. And honestly, Mm -hmm. one of my favorite, more memorable scenes is in that case, the big fight scene at the end. It's so fucking hilarious and it's done so well because it's like so, epic everything is like oh shit like we're on this train and we're moving fast and there's all this shit going on and then when they cut out and the big collision with the train yeah it's just like this little torch that goes boop, boop, and and fall atomic, the, rail, like, the engine comes out giant size oh, my fucking god dude the comedic yeah. timing in that so film especially fun. in that fight is so superb oh my god it's hilarious
1: yeah so good it's so much fun it's a good villain oh yeah uh, cross there i mean he's a lot of fun too he really owns every bit of that movie too when he's in it it's a good balance between hero and villain that's one of the rare things with marvel where yeah. you have like character development hero wise the, the where the hero is just as entertaining as the villain and um it's just ah it's really evangelily comes back which i'm like man i haven't seen you since lost and you're doing great this is awesome still killing it right yeah Yeah,
0: still stoked i know you're gonna be the wasp and i can't wait to see it obviously we have seen it now but in the in the context of when we first saw it yeah and it's it's just it's a
1: lot of fun it really is a lot of fun and 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 when they at the end when pena comes back to as you were saying earlier with the ramp up it's just it's Oh, uh, you start laughing even before he gets into it. Oh, because you know it's coming. Because you know it's coming. Yeah, exactly. And it's like anytime, like as being a teacher, you know, I, I hear so many times students go, "See what happened was," and like, oh my god, it just remind every time I hear a student say it, I just hear Michael Pania in my like in my bed.
0: Yeah. Well, there you have it. The top MCU movies for us here at Films We Know It. Zach and Tim here, speaking of myself in third person, try not to go too far down that lane. Oof. End up in a crazy house. Uh, We've got Tim, Captain America, Winter Soldier. Me, Captain America, Civil War. Tim, Avengers, Endgame. Uh, Me, again, Guardians of the Galaxy. Going back to Tim with Thor, Ragnarok. Me, Iron Man. Tim, Avengers. Me, Black Panther. Tim rounding out his list with Spider-Man, no way home and me with Ant-Man. So that is the list. If you are interested in checking out some MCU movies you haven't seen in a while, check out these ones. They're fantastic. They are definitely our favorites. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, quick reminder before we head on out for the week and the week to come, we will be off air next week. Unless there is a bonus episode of a movie review. Uh, but we will be off air and our next video podcast, official numbered podcast, will be airing in two weeks. So yeah. keep that in mind. Uh, and we will obviously continue to update everybody on our social. So if there is going to be a surprise bonus episode drop. We will, of course, let you know when those are going to happen. So you guys won't miss it. Yeah. Uh, and again, those will be available just where you listen to our show. Nothing different. Uh, and with that i think it is time to wrap this episode tim do you want to wrap us out yeah um i i think by the
1: way i think if i if i do review if we do review a movie um i or both of us it will mine is definitely going to be the menu i'm very Mm. excited for the menu everybody uh i don't know if you've seen it i'm really excited for that one nice um but anyway and with that, it's time to wrap up uh, and end this week's episode. Please show your support for the podcast by leaving a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, or wherever you happen to listen to or watch the show. Also, sharing with your friends never hurts. Be sure to follow us on social media and get the latest show updates. You can find us by searching for the hashtag Film As We Know it pod. Lastly, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Film As We Know It podcast. Have a great week, everyone. Have a great week. Peace out.